You know, it's real easy for say, yes, I receive correction. Yes, I do. But then, do you? Like, and here's just real simple. Tonight, Shalom and I were watching Touched by an Angel. This is crazy. She's seen the episodes. I've been at conferences all week. She's been watching it. She saw the episode, but she was kind enough to rewind so that I get to see it too. And I'm talking about this lady and I'm like, oh, that's his mother. She says, no, that's his sister. And so I'm like, okay. And I'm watching it. And she said something else. I'm like, no, that's his mother. She's already seen it. She's already been where I'm going. And here I am in my own mind and I'm correcting her. And then lady. he says, hi, I'm his sister. Oh God, I am wrong as two left shoes. I was wrong. She'd already been where I was going. She already knew. She told me, and she just sat there with the mouth shut. She didn't argue with me. She didn't say anything. And how convicted did I feel? How embarrassed did I feel? But I praise God because my response was, oh, Shalom, I'm so sorry. I humble myself. You tried to tell me. You tried to tell me. And I just thought I knew it all already. You know, it's little things like that. Little, how will you receive correction? I'll listen to somebody who has the experience that I don't. I'll listen to somebody who's been where I'm going. I'll listen to someone who can see farther down the road than where I am. That's a way of receiving correction. It doesn't have to be, you're wrong and did not tell you. And it doesn't have to be that. It can be them simply saying something and you're just having the humility and the wisdom to listen, even if it means, okay, I'm gonna wait and see, you know, but I, even when she said, no, it's her mother, I didn't have to open, I mean, no, it's her sister. I didn't have to open my mouth and say, no, that's his mother. I could have just been quiet. And then in myself, without being embarrassed, I'd be like, oh, she was right. <laughs> right. I can, I can receive correction that way. There's so many different ways. But what I'm hearing, even as I'm speaking to us now, is a biggest way, the perhaps the biggest way, but a very big way to receive correction is not to think that you know it all. That's real, like, basic. You would think it would be obvious, but I didn't even know that I was acting like I knew it all. She'd already watched it. That's just crazy. So anyway. That's my confession for tonight. <laughs> and it was just watching a television show and look at the lesson I got from it, right? So with me, when there are other people in ministry and they're talking, they're, it might not be something I agree with right now. It might not be something I've experienced yet. But okay, Catherine, just be quiet and hear what they say. And if you don't know what to do with it right now, put it on a shelf. And when it's time to take that book off the shelf, you'll know. You'll be like, oh, this is what they were talking about. So without even realizing that I was acting like I knew it all, I found out that I was acting like I knew it all. Okay? So I want to ask you all this question. And I'm going to, you know, here I go. I'm going to get my pen and I'm going to write it down. We're just going to do some brainstorming right now. What are some reasons people do not receive correction?
They do think they know better than the person who's offering the correction. Okay. Or arrogance. Or they think they've tried that already. You know, and it didn't work for me. Oh. Mm. Wow. Wow. Okay. Shalom, you want to say something? Arrogance. Pride. Arrogance and pride that manifest as what? I know it. Okay. But they I also, know I know. they protect. Oh, they protect. Yeah. And how do they protect? It rebuffs. Ah. Like having a, a comeback or by resisting or by acting out? Yeah. They rebuff. That's or, good. Or possibly, yeah, putting up a wall, I guess, rebuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. What else? What are other reasons? Fear. Fear. Fear of? Being found out. You might not really know. And you don't want some, you don't want anyone to find out. Okay. Fear that you don't really know. Fear of stepping out and looking stupid when you do. Oh, oh, oh. Looking stupid yeah. when you do what? You know, like, okay, if somebody says, why don't you do this? And you're like, mm, I don't know if that's going to work. So unbelief, disbelief. You know, if I try it and it doesn't work, then I'm going to look really stupid. Is that the fear of what the other people think is more to you than trusting yourself or God and, and going with, with that? Yeah. I remember a particular time I was volunteering with the middle school group here at church and I had on a shirt with a cami under it. And the purpose of the cami is to cover this up. Well, you know, sometimes my girls don't behave and the cami slips a little down and you see a little more cleave than you think you're, you know, showing. And, um, and one of the ladies came up to me and it was at the close of service. So I was getting ready to leave. And she said, you know, you know, your shirt and everything, and especially around these young men and everything. And I said, okay, thank you. And I didn't know she was going to stand there and keep talking to me. I was going to walk out when I got outside, you know, boosted up. But we kept talking. We kept talking. And after about 10 minutes, I was like, okay, so I'm still in here. I'm going to pull up my shirt, like you said. But I just thought I'd be walking out and I'd do it and look cool when I was doing it. So it was an embarrassment of making that adjustment in front of other people that I didn't respond to the correction right away. I received it. I didn't get upset with it but I didn't respond to it right away because of the fear of people. What are they going to think? And, you know, 
that kind of thing. So I see. Anything else? All right. I'm sorry, I've well, got some reasons. Condemnation. Because if you receive the correction, then you have to admit that you were wrong and you don't like being wrong. And there's a bad feeling that comes with being wrong. And so you feel condemned. Another reason is when people don't believe the heart of the corrector or know the heart of the one who's doing the correction. So like that lady I was just telling you about who told me about my cami and it was low. I could have been like, she's just jealous because I look better than her, right? Not knowing her heart, you know, for the young people, their protection for me, you know, carry yourself as a woman of God. When you don't know the heart of the corrector, um, it would be hard to receive correction. And when you don't know the purpose of the correction, and that goes along with thinking that you know it all. Well, why is she telling me to do this before I do? Oh, no, no, no. Here's a classic example. Classic example. The Karate Kid. Everybody's seen the original Karate Kid, right? Wax on, wax off. Why am I waxing your car? Why am I painting your fence? Why am I? He doesn't understand that Mr. Miyagi was teaching him techniques to become a skilled karate person. I was going to say fighter, but they're not really, I don't know. But anyway, you know, teaching him the skills, the fundamentals, so that he could be um, effective in what he's doing. So when we don't know the reason, when we don't know the purpose for the correction, I just don't get it. That's just stupid. Why is he telling me to do that? I remember years ago, I told my pastor, I said, God is calling me to preach. And the first thing that comes out of his mouth, you know how the Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The first, I don't even think he breathed. The first thing that came out of his mouth was, you have to stop wearing your heart on your sleeve. I was like, what? I was like, what does that have to do with preaching? Was it? He's like, mm -mm, you got to stop wearing your heart on your sleeve. He was telling me that. And I didn't understand. I was like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> you know, but yeah, if you're going to go into the ministry, any kind of ministry, you can't wear your heart on your sleeve. You can't let people know when they hurt your feelings. You can't let people know when they said something that rubbed you the wrong way. You can't afford to do it. And you really can't afford to let offense come in. But that's a whole nother thing. But when you don't know the reason for the correction, that's another reason that people don't receive. That's what I found. So do, do you all remember a comedian named Jeff Foxworthy? Oh, he did this comedy thing and, and he became, uh, he had TV show after everything. He might be a redneck if, you know, you've, I don't know what the signs, if you, I don't know what the signs are of a redneck, but it was real funny. Okay. So anyway, I want to do a lesson that says you have not received correction if, in other words, these are indicators that you've not received correction. But before you have not received correction, if you reject what was said. And I think this fits under what Shalom said about rebuffing. Um, um, the word I use is retaliate. You might retaliate. You might retaliate by putting up that wall and therefore there's isolation there. You might retaliate by talking back. You might retaliate by ignoring them. <laughs> you might retaliate by getting mad. All of these are emotions to put up fronts and to, and to um, hide the real you, like what Shalom was saying, hide what you're really feeling behind it. And um, 
I I wrote a word. I wrote a letter. Wow, that sounds weird, right? I wrote a letter to a family member. And in this letter, I said, look, here's some things that you're doing and it's causing concern and it's affecting, you know, members of our family. So I understand that you got to do what you got to do. But if there's anything that you don't got to do that you're doing, stop doing it because it's affecting people, you know. And I got a letter back and they were plenty hot with me. And so, again, Lord, I'm responsive to, controlled by, and guided by the Holy Spirit. How do you want me to handle this? Was I wrong in what I said? Did I miss you in what I said? So I'm examining myself first. And then, you know, how do you want me to respond to this person? And this is the response that keeps coming up. Based on your response to my letter, one of two things happened. Either A, you misunderstood what I said, took it the wrong way and got upset. Or B, you understood exactly what I said and it hit home and you went off. And that's what the Lord is showing me about how it is when we receive correction. Lots of times when we get mad, it's because something hit close to home. There's some truth in it that we don't want to face. So if you get mad, that can be an indication that you've not received the correction. At least not immediately. Maybe after you think about it for a while, you come around to it. But if you get mad, you talk back, you ignore, you start acting out, you know, um, you, you get that. That's a sign that you have not received correction. I remember two instances where people asked me to be their accountability partners. And these were people in leadership. And they said, Catherine, I've been watching you for a long time, you know, and I've come to treasure you as a sister and as a friend. And I would like to give you that place in my life to be my accountability partner. If you see something that I'm doing that's not right, I, I give you permission to speak into my life and to bring it to my attention. And that was all great until I did. Then all of a sudden, I'm insensitive. I can't hear the voice of the spirit. Get out of my church. I'm just, and I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. All signs that you have not received correction. Another way to know when you or others have not received correction is when you deny it. And I'll, I'll use, all right. So I'll use an example. I was, you know, in the house with a family member. They took off their shoes and their shoes, their feet smelled. And I said, now first, okay, so it was a husband. All right. (laughs) And here is, here's, here is, never being able to be transparent. Thank you all for letting me be free. Right. And so here was the first level of correction. Right. I said, honey, you go treat your feet and I'll go treat your shoes. We had odor eaters and foot spray and those little balls you put in the shoes. You go treat your feet. I'll go treat your shoes. What's wrong with my feet? I don't know. No, no, no. Well, honey, your feet smell strong. No, they don't. When you deny it, you're not receiving correction. There's a scripture in the Bible that says God God shows himself pure to those who are pure and froward to those who are froward. If you are froward, then the Lord has to be froward with you. The more froward you are, the more froward the correction has to be. The more sensitive and tenderhearted you are, the lighter the correction can be. 
But when you don't receive it and your heart is hard, for, hard towards it, then more pressure has to be applied. The correction has to be more direct. And really, you know, the way it works in God's kingdom, he'll talk to you in private. He'll send others to talk to you in private. But after so many times, if you don't receive the correction, then he's going to expose you and it's going to become a public correction. So if you deny correction when it is given, that's an indication that you have not received it. If you deny the instruction, you know, have you ever noticed, I was sharing with Shalom today, you ever notice, you know, you're in a group and talking to a couple of people and somebody's got some halitosis going on. And so you very kindly reach in your purse, pull out some gum, pull out some breath mints and say, hey, you all want some gum? And everybody will say yes, except for the person with the offensive breath. No, I don't need any. Thank you. No, I don't want any. Thank you. And you're thinking you are the very reason I pulled the gum out of my purse. We need to be aware. We need to be aware. If we're denying the correction, if we're denying the direction, if we're denying the hint, then we're not receiving correction. Another way that we know that we are not receiving correction is if we justify our actions. You feel like you have to explain what you've done. Well, the reason I did this is because A, B, C, D. I'll use myself as an example. You know, the thing that I got in trouble for the most as a child I was a good child, but the thing that I got spanked for the most was because I would act out and daddy would say, why did you do that? And I would say, because so-and-so hurt my feelings. And my dad would say, well, I'm getting ready to hurt more than that. Go get my belt. It got to the point where I hated to tell him why I did it because the, the spanking, it wasn't going to hurt nearly as much as just hearing him say, well, I'm getting ready to hurt more than that. I, I mean, if he had just left that part out, the spanking would have been okay. But it was so much worse when he says, I'm getting ready to hurt more than that. Why did you do that? Because so-and-so did this and they hurt my feelings. That's no reason for you to act out. That's no, but daddy, if they hadn't done this, I wouldn't have done that. Da -da -da -da. No, there's no justifying your action. You do what's right. You do what's right. But if you feel like, well, that's just the way the Lord made me. Well, the Lord knows how, how I am. The Lord, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> if there's anything you can stand behind to continue doing things the way that you're doing them, you're not receiving correction. But in these examples, I hope you all have been doing this, locate yourself. Do you find yourself responding any of these ways when correction is given? Um, either you've rejected it, you retaliate, you deny the thing that is going, being pointed out to you. No, my feet don't stink. I'm smelling them. I'm right here. I'm in the room. Yes, they do. Um, you, you justify your actions. Or there have been times you realize later that you were just oblivious to it. They're not talking to me. They're not talking to me. They're not talking to me. Um, so that leads into another question that we've asked maybe a couple of weeks ago, but it was like, what does correction look like? What does correction look like? I'm going to turn to a scripture in the Passion Translation.
If you have been blessed by what you've heard, I want you to prayerfully consider sowing into God's Love Song Ministries. Let this seed, let this financial gift be your faith expression that says, Lord, I have heard the word. Lord, I received the word. And now, Lord, I am expecting to see a manifestation of this word in my life. So here I am placing this money into your kingdom, letting you know that I fully stand on the word that I have heard and received. Praise the Lord. If you would like to um, sow, you may do so through several outlets. There's Azelle or PayPal. You may also give through Cash App. You may give online at our website. And if you are sewing from Kenya or if you are sewing um, through Kenyan shillings, you may also give through Impesa. The information is on your screen, or if you're listening to a podcast, the information is in the description. I'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to become a Light Bee partner of God's Love Song Ministries. What is a Light Bee partner? Well, first understand Light Bee, Revelation. B, glory to God. So when we minister, we're ministering from a place of, of revelation and speaking revelation to the people that they will have more illumination of the word than they had before. What is a partner? A partner is one who sends monthly financial donations and who prays for our ministry and who attends or participates in our outreaches or events um, and supports our ministry. So if you'd like to become a Light Bee partner or just learn more about what a Light Bee partner is, please go to our website. The, the link is on the screen. And if you are listening to a podcast, it is in the description. It's godslovesongministries.com slash partnership. Thank you so much. Loving you with the love of the Lord. Shalom.